Alright, back in bold on the 35th level of M residence in the perch. Shout out Mr. Samuel Doe, the owner. It's a beautiful night. Got the city overview. The views are amazing. And I'm with my two Russian friends that I met uh, here. I was on a lovely date and I heard them over talking with their laptop and they were saying a bunch of different crypto terms and whatnot. I'm like, damn, let's, let's talk to these dudes. Turns out they can speak English. They're nice boys, they're young. And uh, I think we bonded. We've had a lot of good times, went to the club, so forth. But today I wanna get down to the nitty gritty because the last year I spent in Poland, they hate Russians. So I've heard the, the worst side of the Russian people. And now I, my experiences over the years, me and the Russians, I've never had an issue, right? But uh, I want to get their perspective on what the hell is going on in Russia and Ukraine. A non-biased view, because I don't buy into all the propaganda from the West, because of course, war is propaganda. But yeah, these two dudes, Dennis and Bob, are from Moscow. They're, they've been living down here in, in Cambodia, and uh, it's great to meet you guys. So welcome to Bull Perceptions. Who wants to talk first? Uh, hello to everyone who listened to that podcast and today we'll talk about kind of controversial question about like a war Putin and situation in Russia. I think it will be kind of interesting for both parties as like for Russian lovers and don't because you will see two different opinions as an American and Russian guys and uh, it will be I think a great experience for both of us. Yeah. Hello for everybody, but uh, I have nothing to add, but I want to say that I hope it will be interesting for you to listen to this. Yeah, what's interesting about you guys too is you're very international. Obviously, you've been traveling. You live in Moscow, which is a, a quite an international city. Your English is totally fine. So I think you have a robust perspective from the West and from Russia. Obviously, Russia is your motherland. So of course, you want to support and, and so forth, but I think you're like internationally versed. So, okay, basically, what the fuck is going on in Ukraine? Um, kind of what led up to it? Do you think it's justified? Uh, what are your overall thoughts about the war in Ukraine right now? Uh, first of all, uh, I would like to add that it's more than just a war. It's more about like politics and the economic style because like Russian president Putin would like to make uh, new islands for Russian the, to make more money and to, uh, to have more taxes from other people and to dominate more like on the European side of the like of the world uh, that's why and uh, he just trying to use like like a Russian man like as a like as a weapon he does he doesn't actually care he lose like his Russian people or not he just have his like own goal to make more like islands and like other stuff uh, for for his rockets because like uh, one opinion one opinion of people he just want to put like uh, special rockets on the Ukrainian side okay. yeah to, to be safe if some rockets will uh, go for Russian Federation okay. and he can use his rocket to protect uh, like our country yeah. and uh, also in my opinion he he want to show his like domination in the whole world to people scary him that's why against like the west is that 
NATO and the Americans especially have been encroaching on Russian territory since the Cold War, right? Or since World War II, basically. Yeah. Like, they had a deal with the, the Russians that we would not move past, like, uh, East Germany. And we moved way past that, right? And it, I think it, was, uh, it wasn't signed, but it was like a gentleman's agreement. It was like a handshake. The Warsaw Pact, I believe it was. So what I, from my perspective, what I've learned is that uh, it's gotten to a point where Russia needs to act before their influence is, you know, taken over. All the former Soviet Union countries are trying to join NATO or like the EU is pushing further and for- further. And I think Putin... Um, from my perspective is like, okay, this is my last shot to make something happen. I got to do it before it's too late. What do you think, Bob? Just, uh, I want to say that, uh, oops, just, uh, from my point of view, all that happened in the world, uh, it's, uh, it's a business, not nothing more because, uh, both sides of the conflicts, they earn money and, uh, they don't, uh, they don't they don't think about their people's lives and uh, as for me it is a uh, it's really bad because uh in the world all people think that russian guys especially russian guys they are also bad people uh, like our president but it's only his idea to war with uh, other countries it's in russia we are nice guys we open for communications for new relationships we try to to be to be good for all over the world but uh, just I, I have nothing to say yeah 100% I've noticed that um, traveling especially I was in Albania there's a ton of Russians and the amount of bullshit that you guys had to go through because of the war all the bank accounts shut down you know opportunities people being like you know even the other day we we're at the Killing Fields Museum and some guy that was um, um, under the Khmer Rouge, like in the camp as a kid, he was a survivor. He was there, and he asked where you were from, Dennis, and you said Russia. And he's like, oh, I'm from Ukraine. Like he was like, uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, what? Like, and um, so I definitely feel it for you on that end. Now, here's the fascinating part, because in the West, especially in America, a lot of people view on the conservative libertarian side, view Putin as like the savior of uh, Western civilization. Getting rid of the LGBTQT, like conservative, like there's actually a lot of praise for Putin in the West. They think what he's doing is like good and he's a strong man. But from the conversations I've had with you, is basically you think he's, I don't, I don't wanna put words in your mouth, a crook. And that he's, you know, just out for himself and not really for the Russian people. And that took me as a surprise. I thought he actually cared about the Russian people. Uh, As for me, like, uh, as you as listeners actually don't know the real life, like, of Russian guys. Because, for example, uh, in Moscow, you can see, like, a good life of people, like, with a good average salary who can go for restaurants, for some occasion, like, and other stuff. But like when you go far away from Moscow and St. Petersburg to small cities, you see the real life of Russians who live, for example, for $300 per month. They cannot go on vacation. They cannot buy good groceries and other stuff. So they're just trying to survive. And this is one of the main problems in Russia that people cannot actually live a good life. And when war starts, people live worse alive right now because all of the money goes to wars like to military and not for like for usual people and also putin trying to increase the level of military uh he 
gave like a good salary for military guys who go for a war in Ukraine. Like the average salary of like military guy, like a soldier is about uh, 2.5 K dollars per month. Really? Yeah. That's why like people from small cities like are really obsessed with the war and trying to go for that in spite they can like can die but like their family will get uh, will live good and like if, if a military guy die at a war in ukraine the family will have like uh one hundred thousand dollars for his death and ex- yes if he dies at a war one hundred dollar one hundred k dollars per his death and also all of the loans of his family and of him will be consulted, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was hearing, hold on, Bob, I was hearing uh, that you were getting like a pair of boots if the soldier died and like there was, they weren't compensating too well and the soldiers weren't supplied at all and it was horseshit. No? He was, uh, Dennis was basically saying you get a hundred grand if you're, someone dies to your family. Yeah. And I, I mean, what I saw was that people were not getting that they were getting measles like checks or like you know pairs of boots like uh, I had like a real case I heard it like from my friend's family like uh, a friend of mine went for a war in uh, at the march when the whole situation started and uh, he actually died like at the first week and his family uh, got like uh, 100k compensation for his death and all of the loans were cancelled. That's why I'm talking about that, because I really know that that's true. The real case. And I mean, in Russia, for the most part, the average salary is, what, $500 a month? Yeah, yeah, $500 a month is the average salary, like in uh, usual, like, Russian families. Maybe in Moscow and St. Petersburg is uh, quite more, because people, like, in Moscow and, uh, like, big cities, without any education, like, can earn at least 1k dollars and more without any education like if you really want some money like you can work and other stuff but in small cities average average salary is about like 400 500 dollars per month bob do you think uh, ukraine uh, belongs to russia mm, no uh i want to say that it's a separate yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's separated. Yeah, you guys are very similar just uh, maybe. Uh, no, actually, I want to say that. Uh, uh, have you heard about the Kiev is a uh, is a mother of uh, Russian cities? It's uh, in, Ru- in Russia. It sounds like Kiev, uh, You know, yeah. And uh, old Russia, like in, with Ukraine. The beginning of uh, both of these countries in the Kiev, Kiev, Kiev is, Rus, yeah, Rus, yeah, 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 it's a uh, just a, I yeah. saying Russian. Uh, Rus, yeah, Rus, Begi- beginning, beginning, a real beginning of both the countries in the Kiev, yeah. and the Kiev is the capital of Ukraine, as you know. Yeah, and uh, it's to me, I think maybe a lot of years ago, it uh, might be one, one, one country. But uh, with times, uh, anybody uh, just divide them, maybe. And uh, right now, when we have the conflict, it is for me it is something crazy. Just how how two countries with uh, similar guys, with a similar language, with uh, similar traditions may have war. But uh, I want to say again that it is a question of business, and uh, not only our president is a bad guy. Also, some guys in the yeah in the U- U- Ukraine uh, in the Ukraine go- government. 
All of them. And just... Uh, Подставляют. Imagine? Imagine. And the, the, uh, the government guys imagine the simple, simple people. Simple, sim uh, you understand what? They use them as pawns. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, not like uh, Putin and Zelensky, but like also other guys who are trying to be secret and hidden. not to show up. Yeah, they're hidden guys. And these guys control actually the whole situation like between Russia and Ukraine because like Putin and Zelensky are also like a guys who show up to say some words and other stuff, but like they're real guys who control the whole situation between two countries, like a hidden guys, secret guys. They don't want to show up. I mean, you're not saying, uh, I mean, Putin still has top dog orders in that sphere of influence, no? Or you're saying there's people behind the scenes that have more power than Putin? Uh, of course. Yeah, I think like uh, it's, it's like kind of like a squad like of really powerful people who control like uh, who speak with the putin and like who controls the whole situation like they oligarchies yeah i think like there are lots of people above putin but like putin like uh, just a face yeah really because you think that i yeah, think he's, like he's also i think like one guy cannot actually control the whole situation be so much strong because there are like a big team like of people who are thinking who are trying to do something and other stuff like if we talk about the Putin, he's he's of course powerful guy, but he's not alone in uh, our country, also in the Ukraine and the in other countries. Like, some, uh, have you heard about someone like uh, Abramovich or Kolomoisky? That guys, they are really powerful. And uh, uh, a half year ago, they had meeting in uh, Turkey, hidden meeting, and uh, they decided uh, what will uh, go, what will uh, what. Yeah. There are Russian billionaires. Yeah. Uh, like Russian billionaires, as my friend said, like had a meeting in Turkey and they were like discussing about what everyone of them will get after that war. Because every like rich and wealthy like guy trying to get something good for him of it because uh, such situation like a war is the best opportunity to get something for free or for really cheap. The, uh, then they can like sell it for like really good price and like earn money. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I watched um, uh, The Lord of War again after uh, our prisoner exchange with Brittany Griner and uh, Yuri or whatever his name is. Like it was, you know, big news, right? And I rewatched that and they said, you know, when the former Soviet Union fell, $32 billion of arms and guns, and this was like what, the late 80s, early 90s? Uh were stolen from Ukraine and sold all around the world for dirt pennies, right? And um, yeah, a, a war is business. That's what the whole movie was about. Is like, hey, someone's gonna sell the guns and I might as well get paid for it. But um, okay, let's kind of pivot this conversation. So you guys are obviously, you know, blessed Russians if you can kind of go travel around and do this and whatnot. I'm really curious to hear about the opportunity level in uh, uh, Russia because obviously you guys have, have done well for yourself. There's like a thing like our generation like of who under like 20 or like a little bit uh, like younger uh, trying to escape from the from the system because and you guys are early 20s. I don't want to say your, your exact age, but you're early 20s. Yeah, yeah. So people of our generation and our age like they see the whole situation which is happening and they don't actually want to live that life. They want like 
a better life for all of them and like for their families. So we are trying like to do our best, like to earn as much more money, like to, to see the world. And like when you see the world, like different nations, different cities, you understand how how it's kind of difficult to live in Russia because like lots of problems with the police, like with the government. For example, right now we're in Cambodia, in Nonpen, and uh, there are no problems with the with the government, with the police, you can like walk uh, down the street and no problems, you're feeling good and safe. While uh, in Russia, especially when meetings are, you don't feel yourself comfortable because like, like every policeman can take you out to the prison and you will have some problems, that's why. I mean, well, first of all, I don't think this place is, <laughs> I think this place is maybe more corrupt, but I agree with you, I, I feel safe, no one's shaking me down yet, but I think all these countries definitely have, uh, I'll talk about it later because I had a great conversation with someone who's in the know about it. Yeah. But uh, like you said, Dennis, it does feel quite safe. So you're saying in Russia, like you walked down the street, you could get shaken down by people? Uh, in the center, yeah. When, uh, when the meetings are in the center, yeah. But like when on the like usual day, okay, there are no problems. But when you're working in the center, you see like lots of like guardians, like policemen, and when you see them, you actually understand that they actually won't touch you, but you're feeling unsafe when you see such like lots of people around you. Okay. That's why. Okay, so Bob, going off this question about you guys being down here in Cambodia, living good, what percentage of Russians have uh, this level of opportunity or who can you know, create this lifestyle? Ooh. Pretty interesting question. Just I want to say maybe around thirty percent. Thirty percent. Yeah. It's just in Russia or in Moscow. Yeah. Russia. Oh. Ah, in the world, Russia. I think not more than maybe ten percent. Yeah, I think like even yeah. more than ten percent. All the money concentrated in the capital. Uh, yeah, of course, in Moscow and uh, the nationality of Moscow around uh, fifteen million uh, people, and uh, the world Russian is there. Uh, as you, yeah, 150. Yeah, actually, only in Moscow, 10% of people, and uh, not all of them may afford themselves to to to, to live like us. Yeah, and uh, if we talk about the world Russia, it is a pretty low uh, level of uh, people that may afford them free lifestyle. So I kind of view Moscow as, you know, very European and basically the rest of uh, Moscow and St. Petersburg. But the rest of it, I kind of view it as like Asian or like, uh, you know, the Caucasus, the Muslims. So like in Russia, to me, like uh, the, the two major cities are that's like, I don't know, the European rulers type idea. Is that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like kind of see because like. Uh, I've been in a lot of cities in Russia, and I see the whole difference between like two capitals, uh, Moscow and Saint Petersburg, in comparison with the small cities, because like you see like European streets, like a really good uh, good life, even like uh, like everything like working 24 on 7 because like people want like a good life, while you go for a small city, uh, which is population is around like 200 people, 200,000 people, and you see that. People are actually really upset with their lives. They actually work and like uh, have weekends. That's all. They're trying to work as like as fast as possible and like drink some beer on the weekends. That's all. 
and it's one of the main problems that in small cities people are uh, have a big percentage of alcoholism yeah yeah that's why because people actually don't know what to do with their money because they're uh, not a lot yeah and only they can like buy some alcohol and like drink it one of the main problem in small cities i think yeah like numb themselves basically um okay so enough of the negatives tell me what you love about uh, russia what would you love oh i love my country for the opportunities that uh with this is opportunities if you really want to get something you may do everything you want legally or illegally the uh, boss 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 and legally and illegally it's not a problem you if you want to make something illegal you should not talk about it the people around <laughs> yeah and nobody nobody would check you uh the dennis said about the troubles with police uh, actually it's not the troubles if you are if you want to try to show your your money that you have to become famous to yeah yeah it will be some questions from the police and the government for where where you get it from yeah yeah but if you earn money uh, like if you earn good money and you don't don't show your money and your level of wealth yeah. there are no problems and actually if you have money you can solve all of the problems uh, with money so like a big percentage of corruption also i want to say that uh, my problems might be not only from the government and police also from the powerful guys that uh, Mafia, yeah, kind of. A lot of gangsters in Russia that, uh, uh, of course, in the uh, powerful structures like MVD, how it... Government structures, yeah. They, uh, they will come to your house and uh, say, like, give me one million dollars. And if you have not this, it's your problem. We, we will kill you. And nobody will know about it. It's, it is a regular situation in Russia. It's, uh, but uh, you will not see it in uh, newspapers, uh, internet news, what actually happened and uh, so often, like, yeah. Uh, like these guys go to, to the guys who actually have money. They won't go like to a poor guy and like say, give me like one million dollar because they actually understand that he don't have, he doesn't have that. If like, uh, like Russian government actually knows that you earn money uh, like in an illegal way, they try to like pressure. Illegal. Yeah, illegal. Yeah, they'll try to pressure you and have some money from you. That's why. Hold on, Dennis, tell me what you love about Russia. Oh, actually, I love, like, people. I like the whole country. I like the views in, my, like, the whole nature. Like, in Russia, is so beautiful. I'm really obsessed with that. I like Moscow. Like, I like the, all of the places where I have been. People are really good. Like, they, mm, like they're real people without any fake. fake. Of course, there are like some fake people in Moscow, especially, but like people are really good. Uh, this, oh, my bad. Does this go into the whole Russian melancholy? Like people are about like no fakeness, no fake smiles. Yeah. Like so, like is this like the Russian people you feel are the most real? Just 
if we talk about the smiles, like in uh, in America, everybody on the outside they they smile you when you look at them. But in Russia, uh, for the first time, you may think that uh, guys are maybe rude or they they wouldn't smile you because they don't know you. But if you uh, you will have some relations uh, relationships with that guy, he will do his best for you. Just uh, it's. Uh, the, it, it is a question of the real, yeah. If uh, just no, no, you're good. I know I've noticed the hospitality so far with you guys. Like when the we're around girls, you're oh, we gotta get the girls a drink, make sure they're okay, everything's good. You've offered to pay for things for me. Like I could tell, like once you get to know you guys, you're very like uh, like warm-hearted. But uh, but I don't know with you guys it was different because you know normally with the Russian people I've met, they're they take a while to crack the shell, you know. A Slavic person like it's not like you know the first time we talked it was pretty chill and then we'll get our numbers and whatnot and then we've been vibing so like uh, yeah my experience with Russian people it takes a little bit and once you open them up there they treat you like family yeah. uh, actually I just want to say that I had not so much experience like with the American guy but like when we meet unique it like was a, a really great experience like you've been also warm to us you've been like talking with us like, are you good? Like, do you want something? And also, when we've been in the club, you were trying your best, like, like to buy something or to bring girls to us because, like, you were like, oh, like, you're good, guys. I want, like, to do something for you. And I really appreciate that from your side, like, uh, for you listeners can, like, can think that there are some Russian guys, uh, so there are some Russian guys are bad or some Americans are bad. But in this world, like all of the people are equal and uh, not all of the guys are bad. Yeah, because we're just trying to our best. We want to be real. We want to see the world and our stuff. If like a guy in Russia don't smile to you when you're walking the street, it doesn't matter, he's bad. Because in Russia, actually people like don't smile to everyone. They it means you're crazy, right? If you're just smiling on the Yeah, street. yeah, it will be crazy for them. They actually don't understand why you smile for them. But like, when you know this guy more and more, he will show his like difference. He will show his like warm uh, side of his heart, and he will do your best, as Bob said. No, hundred percent. Through all my travels, I've learned ninety-nine percent of people are good at heart or have a heart inside of them. Obviously, you meet some evil, psychotic people, but that's rare. And I think it, it transcends nationalities. All the travelers talk about it. Like everywhere you go, it's good people. We all want the same. We want. You know, happiness, you know, our family doing well, you know, like it's, we want good times, 100%. But now you're speaking about it, the American, the Russian. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on the USA, uh, America. Ask me questions too. Okay. As you said, like, as you asked uh, us about what we like in Russia, what do you like in USA? And like, what, if you had an opportunity to change something like in USA structure, what uh, would you do? Yeah, we kind of had this discussion at the pool the other day, and uh, basically I think USA is the land of extremes, right? You know, we put the man on the moon, even though the Soviets, they went to space first, blah, 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 but we had the man on the fucking moon, right? Uh, you know, our music is internationally known. Obviously, we have a lot of wealth, our economy. On the flip end, we're extremely uh, uncultured. We live in a bubble. Uh, we're fats. We're, we work workaholics. Um, we don't have like much vacation time. A lot of people when they first get a job, they get like two, three days paid off on the entire year. It's fucking crazy. Taxes, we had a discussion on that. 
But uh, to me, the USA is, uh, is like the expression of personal independence, like to the extreme. Nowadays, it's, it's turning, right? But still that American spirit is, is flourishing where it's just like, we're going to take our life in our own hands, pull our bootstraps up. We're going to have a gun. So if you do some dumb shit, I can at least kill you before you kill me. Like that kind of idea. That's what I love about the USA. I mean, of course, like I haven't, you know, lived there for a long time because I don't like the lifestyle. One, no walkable cities. That sucks. Two, the women are fat. I don't like the women in America. They're entitled. And three, the lifestyle is just not... Uh, meant to be enjoyed you know it's about uh, building working uh, creating which is great right there's pro to that but i love the european way of living and uh taking the most out of life and, and so forth so does that answer your question yeah yeah kind of i have one question just uh we talked about russia we talked about america and uh, i want to ask you about uh, what myths do you know about russian and uh, russia yeah myth I, my stereotypes, my myths about Russia is one, um, alcoholics, of course, you know, vodka, drinking a lot. Kind of. The best woman in the world, the Slavic woman. I love my Slavic princesses. Um, I've heard about the, the corruption, of course. And um, I don't know, like I've met Russian people, especially in Italy. Like I've met a lot of Russian people. So my traditional like growing up, oh, communism, Soviets, Russia, bad, dangerous, you know, track suits with the adidas or whatever like it's kind of like gone away you know what i mean so but um you know overall uh like we talked about i think the the russian people i've had amazing experiences with them especially their woman <laughs> but uh yeah i have nothing quite negative about it i, I don't think i want to grow up there because like you guys were talking about the the level of opportunity outside of moscow is is tough right and i didn't grow up in new york city which is what moscow is right I grew up in the Midwest of America and I'm living the life I'm living, right? That'd be like if I grew up in fucking Siberia. Probably not Siberia, but, you know, a different place like that. So, uh, yeah. That's something. Uh, actually, for, for me and, like, for my generation, uh, like, especially guys from Moscow and big cities, we don't have any stereotypes about America because we not only, like, watch some American movies, but we also like watch some bloggers, like other stuff like YouTube, Instagram, and we kind of see like the real life of Americans. Okay, you're good, you're good. Yeah, and uh, like when I was growing up, I had not actually some stereotypes or beliefs about USA people and other stuff. Actually, that, no, that brings up a great point. So, okay, now with the internet, obviously we're all way more connected, right? Yeah. So propaganda isn't as easy if you can have an independent thinking brain you can research your own stuff and come to your own conclusions right because back in the day it was the television oh russia bad america bad this and that but now you can go see a youtube vlogger and you're like oh he seems like a nice guy and he's not you know the devil right but this goes into the topic um american culture though is like dominating a lot to the world or it has but a lot of stuff that's came out of it is the lgbqt the black lives matter the all this other different stuff that russia does not participate in and that's why i think uh, a lot of the right-leaning people the conservatives the libertarians the united states like gravitate towards russia because they're more traditional and they don't put up with craziness because like I mean, that's one of the main reasons, too, I don't live in the USA, because it's horseshit. Like, being a straight white male in the United States is not the best experience. I mean, 
it's still a lot of fun. But like, there's crazy fucking people there. You know what I mean? So I want to hear your thoughts about the domination of American culture. Does that? Uh, do you think it's a good thing? Do you like it, etc.? Like domination, like in which sphere do we like? Hollywood, music, pop culture, Instagram, social media. Oh, as you said, like like you say, like living in kind of bubble, and I think like in some day will bubble like will uh, burst. Yeah, burst uh, in some days because it actually cannot like grow so fast and this way as I see because like everything happened like in USA, all the money flow in USA. Is it music, uh, uh, film stuff, and only like in Hollywood, like uh, California. And uh, mm, I think maybe maybe Latina countries will dominate more in some days because, like, as you see, like Latina music also. What's that one guy? Bad Bunny. You yeah, see? Bad Bunny. Yeah. He's like top one three years in a row on Spotify, even more than Drake, who was on the stage more than Bad Bunny. That's crazy. And uh, what about like economics and other stuff? Uh, I think that after COVID, when more like lots of money were printed, maybe USA will have some problems, especially right now, China and Ch- uh, Asia countries trying to dominate on the like world market of, uh, of goods and other stuff. Maybe China will uh, show up maybe in some years and will like beat USA in like economy level, but we'll see. I don't know actually right now what will happen. I mean, I- the dollar milkshake theory and uh, the petrodollar and our military back in our currency allows us to print money like fucking bananas. And we'll see how it lasts. I agree. I think China could also be a house of cards with their whole real estate, you know, BS and Everglade and whatever the hell. But that's another story. Bob, tell me about American culture. Are you attracted to it or not? Uh, I want to say that actually I don't know a lot about the American culture, but as for me, it's a lot of interesting in America. Not, not only the culture, of course, music, movies, uh, a lot of bloggers, uh, especially YouTube. I love YouTube, and uh, uh, I try to find some new bloggers uh, every day there. That and uh, most of uh, the users that make some content on uh, such platform, they are from America. And I want to say that uh, there are a lot of. Uh, Lots, a lot of interesting stuff in America because uh, people, they, their level of life is uh, a bit higher than, for example, in Russia. And uh, they not think about the money. They don't think how to have, uh, have a food every day. They have uh, their own houses. And uh, in their head, a lot of another idea, uh, not only money. Just in Russia, we think about the money. How become rich, how have no... Nuzdi, nuzdi. Out. It's the, some stuff that necessary for, for our country, it's money. Just It's not a problem of America. And uh, they, uh, the guys in America, they are more, more free than we. And uh, for me, it is the best one. What is the best one? America? Yeah, from what? From your... Uh, it's, for me, it's uh, more attractive than in, for if we talk about our country because in uh, America you may feel yourself free because you have an opportunity to have good house, good car uh, visit some good restaurants and uh, something like that but in Russia not every guy have an opportunity to do that <coughs> I, so I 100% agree <coughs> 
100% agree. If you actually work and do shit and meet people, you have... I was blessed with a lottery ticket growing up in the United States. But there's no question that the propaganda is working because for the average American right now, it's not the case. I spend maybe two to 2,500 a month because I like living more minimalistic. And my buddy spends the same. He lives in Arizona and he's living scrap by scrap, spending the same amount of fucking money, right? And uh, a lot of the people, especially the younger generations, that's why I worry about where our country is headed if we're going more of the socialistic route, which I want to touch on after this about the former Soviet Union, is uh, maybe you're seeing the glitz and glamour, but the core of America is folding apart right now, especially our generation. Like, people are, you know, not living as good. But then again, like, you know, we still have all the luxuries you could, you know, possibly imagine with a, a basic salary if you can do it, know what I mean? But it's not like what our... our grandparents were where you could work a normal job have a house two cars your wife didn't work your kids went to college like things are slowly chipping away because of kind of i think the social welfare program we built so dennis you have a, a th thought on it uh yeah as bob said like uh people in usa have more freedom because uh in comparison of russian and uh, usa people we have like different problems for example like usually like american guy actually can uh, upgrade his like iphone like every year in russia we cannot do that like average guy cannot buy a new iphone like for more than like one thousand dollars each year yeah. like uh on, on this case we can see like the difference between people and when you have like more freedom and no question about money as us people don't have it they have like more way of thinking to do something like to create something or like to film and other stuff while people in russia just trying to survive first of all and after like this survivement they're trying to build something more business and other stuff uh, which means like their future family like kids will have uh, no problem with the money at all It sounds like a lot more sacrifice. Okay. I want to ask you guys Soviet Union Don't give me some Western answer. I want to hear your non-biased opinion about the Soviet Union What you guys built what you guys did? Can you just repeat like what do you want like what was the Soviet Union? The Soviet. What yeah, was the I, Soviet? I, I don't know. I know what the Soviet Union, but like, what, what, what is the question? Your opinion on it, like the whole history of it. Yeah, Lenin, Stalin. You guys, you guys, you guys manufactured and became one of the top powerhouses in the world because of it. Um, the communism. I want to hear, you know, your guys' real thoughts about it. It's like kind of, kind of controversial to ask that question for us because we like burn like in Russian Federation, not in like in Soviet Union. Yeah. Maybe it's more question for, like for our parents who saw the real picture like of Soviet Union and then the real picture like of Russian Federation because they saw the difference because they have been living like in two different like countries, Soviet Union and Russian Federation. We like well, as a kids, like at uh, 20s, like at 90s, we have not actually understand like what is happening before. But in school, the history books, what did you talk about? Yeah, history books, like, you know, all of that stuff that uh, people write in uh, books when we study in school, it's kind of propaganda and uh, we can't trust the history actually because uh, the history and I think every year it's it's real right, real right, and uh, we we can't know what happened uh, in a few years ago, and uh, I can't trust it. Yeah, just for myself, I can uh, I can make some. Uh, 
yeah, I make uh, I can make some conclusions from words that I heard from my grandma, grandfather, just the, also father, and uh, only my relatives that uh, were in their in their times. And uh, as for my family, uh, we we don't have a better better uh, image. Uh, Menenia. A bad opinion uh, about the Stalin, Lenin, and uh, another guys because uh, we should uh, look at the results. The the result that Russia won that that war, and uh, it was real hard, really hard for us. Just five years of uh, like uh, guys survived. They, we had no army, we had no uh, tanks, planes, and something like that. And uh, finally, we made it. We 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 won the war and uh, we saved our country and uh, just I have an, an opinion that Stalin is not a bad guy because he saved our country. Yeah, that's only the words I can say. I love the comments you made about like rewriting history because that's a hundred percent true. And you know, growing up in America, we all think that the United States won World War Two, but <laughs> we came in the last minute and, and put you know a little mark on there. But it was Russia who, I mean, so many people got slaughtered, so many Russians got slaughtered, and you guys sacrificed to you know help that happen. And again, even with that, which I'm not like a Nazi proponent, but there's still history to be written about that and the deals that are made between Churchill and different people and you know the United States government and it kind of goes back to our first thing about the Ukraine war is this is all backdoor deals between very powerful people right and in the guess who suffers not them it's you and me the people sitting here so I think that's fascinating um, yeah I think we got enough content for this day uh, what do you guys want to leave as a conclusion here to you know Mostly majority European audience, American audience. Uh, I think that the best conclusion from my side will be just live your life trying to be like in a better world, trying to help people and try to build like your local communities where we will grow up, have like more more educational stuff. And uh, of course, you need like to earn money a lot as much as possible at your younger age to see the reality which is happens in the whole world. Wait, tell me, tell me, hold on, I gotta, I gotta comment this. So, help out your local community. What the fuck are you doing in PP for the last six months then? <laughs> like, I'm just traveling, just traveling. I ju I'm just trying to see the world. And I kind of like Cambodia and like uh, Nampeng. It's uh, like, I can live for for good money, like in a good apartment, like for with a good food. I like go to the restaurants like every day. I cannot go for restaurants in Moscow. Girls like me, of course, because like I'm a white guy. <laughs> Asians love me. <laughs> Bob, so your final conclusions? He's a white guy with good apartments. <laughs> May afford himself to visit everyday restaurants. With I want to say, uh, we 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 up to end, yeah, right now or what? Move the country. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Just the final thing that I want to say for for all of your auditory, just don't judge the book by its cover. There are a lot of guys. Also bad, also not so, uh, also good, and in, in every fucking place of the of all of the world earth, and uh, just try not to, just try not. Попытайтесь заглянуть чуть глубже. That just try to look a little deeper in every person. Just as for me, uh, I haven't. I haven't imagination, and uh, I kind of 
I couldn't uh, think that I will uh, I will meet uh, the person like uh, Nick, and uh, we will have uh, good relations between each of us. And I want to say that there are a lot of good guys for all over the world. And uh, don't write bad comments or <laughs> just live in peace. Live in peace and don't trust the TV or news in the fucking internet. It's uh, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah. Beautiful, amazing, great conversation. Everyone else, don't judge books by the cover. Get to know people, live in the real world, and make sure you live bold. Ciao, ciao.